time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday. And after a satisfying week with a win against Motherwell and a place in the semi-finals of the Brett Fred Cup secured at Easter Road on Tuesday. Pong against Joe Lewis. Up he comes. And he hits the ball and it comes out and Aberdeen are through to the Cup semi-final. The Dons players race towards Joe Lewis. Tomorrow it's back to the central belt, this time to face a Celtic team whose invincibility seems to have been diluted this season. We'll also look ahead to the rest of the weekend action. We'll have the latest guesses on the predictor as well as the current league table. I'm Dave McDermott. Join me as ever, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And uh, Andrew, first of all, it has been a good week. It's been a very good week for Aberdeen. Uh, the Motherwell game wasn't one to remember, but uh, it was a very important three points and nice to see James Wilson show his class scoring the winning goal in that game. A fantastic game down at Easter Road. The only thing that was missing was goals. And they ended up with the, the nerve shredder that is. Kicks from the penalty mark and Aberdeen through to a cup semi-final. So, yeah, great week. Yeah, so far two out of three ain't bad, uh, Dave. Absolutely, Dave. Can I just say, watching the penalty kick shootout on the telly at home, I was worried about my heart rate. It was going 19 we to the dozen. We all were. Not just had, about your heart rate, oh, but our own. <laughs> I had the brown paper bag on, on standby in case I hyperventilated. But no, it, it's been a very good week so far, Dave. And Derek McInnes says a victory tomorrow at Celtic Park would make it a great week. We said last week, sat here and said about the three the importance of three games, first one first. Three points from Murrow, getting through the cup tie and then obviously try to deal with Celtic, which um, is always difficult. So I'm pleased with uh, obviously getting through the tie. I'm pleased with a lot of what we're getting from the players. Uh, good resilience, a decent level of performance. Still searching for those perfect performances and we're working towards that. And hopefully be getting one or two back over the next weeks will help us as well. So, But again, you know, I think we're... Two clean sheets in a row now. I think if we're going to get a result, the defensive part of our game's got to be really strong again. Um, but we won last time out there at Celtic Park. We know what can be done. Last week on the show, Andrew, we spoke about, uh, or the manager was speaking about how James Wilson is going to be a big player. He showed it, uh, took only six minutes to open his account last week. And on Tuesday night, he showed that when he's up to full match fitness, he is going to take some stopping. He is indeed. I mean, he's got wonderful feet. Uh, I thought he, he showed, you know, real character on Tuesday night because we commented on a number of occasions in commentary from about an hour onwards, you know, he's, he's virtually right running an empty there but he wasn't prepared to give up the ghost he wanted to be part of an Aberdeen team that was going to win through to a cup semi-final wanted to do his bit and you're right when he is 100% fit he is going to be a handful for any defence up and down the country and Dave James a great player and he, he can feed off the, the wide guys that we've got whether it's uh, GMS whether it's Nal McGinn that's playing out wide Scotty Wright or whoever's there but uh, he looks as a real class act yeah, the, the big man showed some excellent touches and like you guys have just touched on uh, the other night at Easter Road, absolutely uh, brilliant efforts and, and no shortage of skill either. And he is, like Andrew has just said, he's going to be some player when he's fully firing on all cylinders. And it'll be great to see how he thrives off the uh, the service from the flanks, from the likes of GMS. Now, Gary Mackay, Stephen, he says mm -hmm. it would be great to end this week on a high. We knew it was going to be a massive week for us, uh... Um, after a kind of stop start 
to the season we've drew a few before that especially St Johnson game the week prior to um, Motherwell here so uh, we wanted to get three points on the board against Motherwell and then uh, put ourselves in a semi-final and we've done that so yeah the confidence is good but um, we've got another massive task on Saturday but we want to keep the momentum and you know, look to get more points on the board been a lot said about Celtic and uh, how their season is stuttering but they, they are still uh, a very very tough uh, proposition especially uh, at Celtic Park Absolutely I mean uh, you just need to look at their record against us down there prior to the victory back in May uh, but if there's a time to catch them slightly cold maybe now is the time but it's going to take the very best from Aberdeen tomorrow if they're to repeat that victory from May the 13th Yeah it, uh, it will need a, a- a top performance, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the the, the manager has been uh, speaking about uh, Celtic, and uh, you know, it, he says that there's still very much a force to be reckoned with. They might not be firing all cylinders, but it's early on in the season, and and it, sometimes it can only take one game to kickstart it. And I think watching them that night, you can see the spirit of Celtic. They get the, the job done. Um, and I thought it was signs there that there was um, they're no for moving. You know, they've still got that. Um, ability to win games even when they're not at their best but I'm sure when they get somewhere near their best it'll be difficult to stop hopefully we can try and um, play a part and showing and making them not at their best tomorrow we can give them problems ourselves hopefully we can uh, impart what we want to do in the game and uh, if it's a tight game and a few chances at both ends hopefully we can be the ones that, that take ours Central defence seems to be the, the area where Celtic are well, defensively in general the, the, they seem to be slightly weaker and Ayer off injured again and out for a while uh, does not help the situation it as doesn't, far as they're No concerned. because um, you know the, the sign Benkovic, uh, he dropped out uh, with a, an injury prior to the game against Kilmarnock last weekend uh, Dedrick Boyata's head seems to be all over the shop um, Shimunovic is out injured as you say Christopher Ayer picked something up so yeah there, there's weaknesses there and Mikael Lustig is not the force that he once was, Tierney yes is a magnificent player but defensively Celtic don't look at their strongest where Aberdeen are building a very strong defence unit there with the, the, the triumvirate of Devlin McKenna and Joe Lewis instrumental in, in keeping clean sheets in the last two games so if the three of them play to their form uh, or to the top of their form I should say because you need that at Celtic Park then we're in with a chance But the, the win Dave back in May that was such a monkey off our back that must give everybody a real lift we know we can go down there and do it yeah, it was so long in coming, it, you know, something like 14 years, but it seemed like, you know, 114 years. Uh, Gary Mackay, Stephen, for one, he's confident of doing the double over Celtic. We go into every game um, looking to, to win the game, so it'll be no different this, um, this week down there, but we know it's going to be such a tough game. Um, they're the champions for a reason, and certainly at home they're formidable side, but um, we'll go down with belief and... Um, yeah, confidence that we can go down there and get the three points down there. Well, let's hear from the Celtic manager, Brendan Rodgers. Always a very tough game. I think uh, Derek's team up with is a really good spirit. They've been up there challenging for for leagues and cups um, before I've come up here. So, um, so now Derek's done a great job there with Aberdeen and they did a... You know, spirited performance in the week that's got them into the semi-final. So, 
they'll uh, they'll want to come to uh, to Celtic Park and play well. So um, so we know we we have to play well in the game to to get the points. Still a number of injury worries. Lewis Ferguson obviously won't make it tomorrow, although he's on the way back. But uh, still, a, a sort of un, uncharacteristically high number of players who are in that treatment table. Unfortunately, yes, and uh, it, it does seem to be taking a while for uh, them to get back. But you'd rather that they came back fully fit than risk anybody that could play for an hour and then be out for another six weeks. But uh, it's an unusual fixture tomorrow because normally it's first against second. This time it's sixth against seventh and I'm just looking at the goal scoring records of both sides Celtic have scored six and conceded four we've scored five and conceded five now normally that's two attacking sides who score plenty of goals it does suggest that it could be quite a tight game tomorrow and uh, it's a case of who's strong who's got most strength and depth I think that, that might swing things Celtic they've got problems we've got problems it's on a knife edge, isn't it? Yeah, one player linked uh, with the Dons this week, Dave, was um, the former Stoke midfielder, Stephen Ireland. Yeah, been quite a lot of uh, talk about that over the last uh, number of days. But Derek McInnes insists he won't be bringing in the midfielder. He's a friend of Shea, and it was really just a conversation with Shea. So there's, um, there's nothing in that. I think it's just ran, grabbed uh, arms and legs the last couple of days. But... Um, you know, I'm happy with the squad. Um, you know, we need to get players back as well. Um, um, hopefully, get one or two back over the next few weeks. And Scott Wright, Lewis Ferguson, who misses tomorrow, and still he'll be back next week. Young Frank Ross is again feeling his back and is, is going to be out again for tomorrow. So we've uh, we've got a few who are on the cusp of coming back anyway, and a few longer term. So the squad the squad is what it is, and uh, no, we're not looking to add to the squad. Right, so no Stephen Ireland um, and uh, the other issue, Andrew, is of course uh, the, the players who are out of contract uh, at the end of this season. Well, one of them is the, the captain, Graham Shinney, and uh, another is one of our most influential players, uh, Gary Mackay Stephen. And, you know, I said last week, you know, there should be a hashtag emblazoned in the dressing room wall at Pataudry, give it to Gaz, because he's been so... Uh, much the fulcrum for everything good going forward from Aberdeen this season uh, but uh, I believe he's, he's not really overly concerned about uh, what's happening yet but that's that's just Gary Mackay Steve yeah, he's so Gary, laid back he is completely laid back and <laughs> Dave, Dave I mean the manager last week at his press conference yeah. said that he had spoken to both those players and he certainly was given every indication that they want to, they want to stay which is a, a positive yeah absolutely in GMS's case it's, it's great to see him playing with with a smile on his face once again when he's when he's when he's on it when he's full of confidence he can be almost unplayable at times he's a, an absolute joy to watch it'd be great if he could uh, pen a new deal but he says he's not given much thought to his future I've just kind of I wanted to come into this season um, feeling good getting myself as fit as I possibly can and just take it game by game and um, that served me well up to now and just Games are coming, thinking fast, and um, you know that's my focus is just on kind of the next game and doing as well as I can um, right now, and you know we'll see what happens. This is North Sound One's Red Friday. Dave McDermott, Andrew Shiny, and Dave Galloway will continue our build-up to Celtic against Aberdeen after these.
time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Welcome back to Red Friday with Dave McDermott, Andrew Shiny, and Dave Galloway. Time for the one to watch Celtic against Aberdeen tomorrow afternoon at Celtic Park. Andrew? Uh, I'm going to go for Scott McKenna. Um, he's, he's only had a couple of games under his belt since injury, but he looks to be back to the same type of form that we saw throughout last season. It was interesting on uh, Tuesday night when he celebrated his penalty success. I thought, hmm, a wee bit uh, emotion show there and then Joe Lewis told me that he'd missed both his penalties when they practiced practiced on Monday so that's a measure of the character of the guy that he still steps up takes a penalty and is successful he'll know he's got to be at his best tomorrow it's probably going to be either Odson Edward or Lee Griffiths he's up against maybe even both Uh, but Scott will come through the test I'm quite sure Dave uh, Graham Shinney, um, absolutely brilliant in that cup success against Hibs. What, what a leader on the pitch. Aberdeen will need those qualities tomorrow at Parkhead. Now, the other big story which uh, came out yesterday was the, the draw. Rangers against Aberdeen, Celtic against Hearts, and in their wisdom, Andrew, they've decided to play them both on the same day. What could possibly go wrong? Well, there's so many things that possibly could go wrong. We don't have enough time to discuss them, but I really do wonder, you know, what was the rationale behind that? They're saying it's contractual that they have to play the games at Hamden. Well, if you have to do that, surely Celtic are playing Hearts in a league game the following weekend. Just play that. Um, Swap it. You've got then till April to find a date to play that league game. That makes far more common sense and play the games at three o'clock in the afternoon rather than 12 noon and 7.45 which doesn't suit any travelling supporters but most importantly doesn't suit Aberdeen supporters because you you can't get there using public transport uh, in time for a 12 noon kickoff. but we've had this happen to us so often it's going to happen again when we go down to Kilmarnock just shortly there just seems to be no thought given whatsoever to fans and without fans there isn't a game people seem to forget that it's not a television event football has survived for decades because fans went along and watched games if you're going to talk, take that away there shortly won't be a game Dave Aberdeen and Hearts have been fairly mm. vociferous in their condemnation of the decision and uh, it just does it beggars belief simply uh, it certainly does I mean I was absolutely certain Dave that the police were going to veto that they were going to go not a chance you can't have those two games uh, on the same day but incredibly they've gone ahead with it um, you know common sense is is called for and that's in uh, precious uh, little supply in certain quarters it has to be said as for Derek McInnes he's frustrated but not surprised it seems to be the way time and time again but you know any requests or any kind of complaints we have about that situation doesn't seem to be working or been effective when the semi-final comes round I'm just hoping that you know there's a real solidarity with, with us our club and the supporters that we, we do get them down there and we find ways to get them whether that's getting into some sort of negotiation with the train companies or obviously loads of buses be on the road but we want to get as many Aberdeen supporters there because it is a special day it is a semi-final I know we've had plenty of them in recent years but it's still that one step away from uh, getting to that cup final and we need everybody on board that we can Absolutely and Dave um, Craig Levine he was uh, very upset and angry at his press conference today as indeed was was Derek and you can totally Em- empathise 
Yeah, absolutely. Derek McInnes, he's, he's really blasting the decision. I don't think we're going to get a perfect scenario. And the fact that our supporters have to travel anyway to Glasgow, um, which is always the case uh, when we get to semi-finals and finals, and we're kind of well used to that. But I just find it really unfair and kind of reiterate the statement the club put out yesterday that you know for them to try and get there for an early kickoff is just makes it all the more problematic um, for us. And I'm sure that in that decision-making process, that would have been taken into account, but. It doesn't seem to have been important enough. Um, and again, you know, the, the difficulties our supporters are now going to face to get there for which is such an important game in our season. Let's switch our attention to the predictor. Andrew, you've got the uh, latest league table. Well, we didn't do particularly well last week. You uh, did okay, Dave. You did the best. Dave, you, oh. yes, you got four know, points. Uh, but that's moved <laughs> you on to 24, which is still the bottom marker. Uh, Red Army got three there on 25. Dave Mack, you got three on to 29, and I got three, and I'm still just one ahead of you on 30. Oh, well, we'll, get the to, we'll hear the Kid in the Kit Room's prediction for um, Celtic Aberdeen uh, uh, shortly and uh, we've also got uh, Malcolm Patton my colleague and uh, our, our colleague on Red TV as well Andrew to uh, represent the Red Army uh, today or this evening rather um, so we'll get Mal's thoughts after we've got our own predictions and Dave will start off with uh, tomorrow afternoon Hamilton at home to Dundee I'm going to go Hamilton 1, Dundee 2. I have a feeling, just have a feeling, this could be the day the Dark Blues turn things around and also I'm desperate for points. You are, uh, Andrew. <laughs> you are, and I don't think you're going to get any, just like Dundee won't. Um, Hamilton scored three last week. I see them doing the same this week. 3-1 to the Ackies. I've gone Hamilton 2, Dundee 0. Um, Andrew Hart, uh, Tynecastle, St Johnson, the visitors. Well, St Johnson, uh, obviously disappointed at going out of the League Cup. They shipped five goals against Rangers last week. I don't see them getting anything at Tynecastle, and I'm going a similar scoreline, 3-1 to Hearts. Dave. Hearts are top of the league for a reason. 2-0 Hearts. I've gone 2-0 Hearts as well. Kilmarnock, Motherwell, Dave. Um, Kilmarnock 2, Motherwell 1 for me. Motherwell pushed Hearts hard in that League Cup tie, but home advantage to count here. Andrew? I think it's going to be a five-goal thriller with Kilmarnock just edging at 3-2. OK, Andrew, St Mirren against Hibs. Well, I was very, very impressed with Hibs despite their inability to score, thankfully, against the Dons on Tuesday night. If they produce anything like that football, they're going to win 2-0 to Hibs. Dave? Yeah, but I would I would agree with Andrew there. Um, the Hybies, I feel, will just have far too much for the buddies. I'm going to go St Mirren 1, Hibs 3. And that's exactly what I've said as well. Sunday lunchtime, Dave Livingston against Rangers on the Plastic. Well, Rangers doing very well, scoring plenty of goals, but uh, away to Livy, who are on a great run of form. They could find it tough. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Andrew? I just think Rangers are going to be too strong for Livy. 2-0 to Rangers. OK, and I've gone 4-1 Rangers, and I hope I'm wrong. Um, right, um, Celtic Aberdeen is the only one. Let's get the kid in the kit room's uh, prediction first of all. Aberdeen Celtic. Hmm... I think the score is going to be with Aberdeen and Celtic. 1-0 the Dons. Andrew? I wish I could agree with him. I see it being really, really tight, this one. And I'm afraid I'm going to sit on the fence and say 1-1. Dave? 
Um, both sides on a high after reaching the last four of the League Cup. If Aberdeen can find a cutting edge, they can humble the hoops. I'm going to go Celtic 1, Aberdeen 2. And I've gone Celtic 0, Aberdeen 2, because I do let my heart rule my head. So let's get the Red <laughs> Army represented this week by Malcolm Panton. Right, Mal, first of all, we have Hamilton at home to Dundee. Um, I think time's running out for Neil McCann's. So I think he has to get something from this game. I think he probably will. I think going for a one each draw. Hearts against St Johnston. Uh, Hearts at home. I think difficult to see past them. I'm going Hearts three uh, one. Motherwell travel to Kilmarnock. Uh, I was a disappointing week so far for Motherwell. I think they'll be desperate to get something. I don't think this will be the greatest game of all time. I'm going for a nil-nil draw. St Mirren against Hibernian. Obviously Neil Lennon's going to have to pick up the, the Hibs players after Tuesday night. They were certainly quite down after the game. Um, I think they probably will. I'm going for a 2-1 Hibs victory. On Sunday lunchtime, Livingston take on Rangers. Obviously Livingston have been the real surprise package so far, but I think Rangers should have too much for them. I'm going to know Rangers. And the big one, Celtic against the Dons. I think Aberdeen will get something. Um, I'm looking for a 1-1 draw. But um, no, I think it's certainly coming together nicely. I think the Devil and McKenna partnership gives us, you know, real hope going into these games. Two domestic games together and two clean sheets. I think it's really going to be interesting to see their partnership develop over the next couple of months. Um, James Wilson gets match fitness. Um, and certainly speaking to the players each day, there's, I think there's a, a real confidence, you know, a big performance is just around the corner. And obviously Tuesday night, the, you know, the spirit that they showed was fantastic. So I think whatever happens tomorrow is a, uh, an awful lot to look forward to over the next couple of months. But uh, I think we'll certainly get something from Celtic Park. In League Two, Peter Header away to Annan Athletic. Here's Bluetooth boss Jim McAnally. We know how tough it is to go and get a result there. We have got a journey down there and... and it's one of the journeys where we actually travel together as a team which is quite good I always think the, the more spirit you get and the more time the players spend with each other it's better but again that, that was a game last year where we were 3-1 up the last game of the season we played played down there we were 3-1 up drew the game 3-3 when you're losing the title with a point this will all be in mind on Saturday again when we're at Annan but no we look forward to it it's always it's always a long journey especially for the supporters but we hopefully send them up the road with, with some points game of the day in the Highlands Andrew uh, best game of the day is probably for Martin against Fraser but a bit most interest from a lot of people will be Fort William against Lossiemouth to see if either can win good luck to all our teams taking part in the second round of the Scottish Junior Cup remember Celtic against Aberdeen at 3 o'clock kickoff at Celtic Park have a good weekend see you next week it's North Sound 1's Red Friday